0: All right, we're back. I got Wolfgang out of his cage. He's uh, trying to put words in my mouth. If you missed it last segment, he's trying to tell people that I hate Iowa. No, I don't hate Iowa. I've lived here my whole life. I never plan on moving. I hope I can live here my whole life, do this thing, talk sports, talk Hawkeyes, talk Cyclones. I love what I do. So knock it off over there, Wolfgang. I don't hate Iowa.
1: Trent, I'm not saying you hate Iowa. Just I hope you heard what came out of your mouth about Cleveland versus Iowa. There's no comparison.
0: No, I said, I like Cleveland. I'm just some nerd from Iowa. I don't have a great database. It's fine. Cleveland's fine for me. I'm not an NBA player that has options to play across the country, though. That's what I was getting at. Do you, do you see where I'm going?
1: Well, it's just because Lisa Loeb hasn't made... <laughs> or has, she made the, has Lisa Loeb made the rock and roll all Fame yet? She Here should. She should. And. You know you are now forever connected to Lisa Loeb. Oh yeah, this is so funny to me. It's it's great. It's this so this has been
0: happening. I mean, for years. My my buddies still talk about <laughs> me up there singing Lisa Loeb. So uh, the, now now it's not just my buddies. Now everybody knows that that I'm a Lisa Loeb lover. Give me a call, Lisa. Dialed up five one five da 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 da.
1: <laughs> now Trent, you cannot.
0: So we're talking about leaving. I told you I don't want to leave Iowa. I'm happy here. But your boy LeBron does have an opportunity to move. Where you as a LeBron fan, you liked him in Miami, you liked him in Cleveland, both the first and the second time, where do you want to see LeBron finish his career? Let's say this is the last stop, three, four, five years, whatever it turns out to be, where do you, Wolfgang, as a LeBron Bobo, want to see him end
1: up? I love greatness. I loved watching Michael Jordan. I loved watching Larry Bird. I loved watching uh, Magic Johnson. I loved watching Shaq. Nobody even brings him up, Grant. I mean, do you remember in 2000 when the refs decided to let him just basically, you're stronger, you're bigger, you weigh 100 more pounds than anybody and just back them down and just basically overrun them? That 2000 season I saw in the playoffs, I don't know how you stop that if the refs decide to do that. Okay? We can, act, we can all act like Wilt and Abdul-Jabbar. We all know Shaq is the biggest bad ours we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I mean, he pushed around guys that were really strong with no problem. So I'm sitting here watching LeBron. LeBron's the same damn way. Like, so people make fun of him sometimes when he gets smaller guys on him. Well, he has to be careful because if he even takes a half a step, Trent, they call a foul on him. And that's why Michael will always be the greatest because he got the calls. LeBron doesn't. LeBron does not get the calls anymore, people. I know you laugh at him. That's why he whines. That's why he cries. And where is LeBron going? I'd like to see him stay in Cleveland. Okay. Yes. And only if they get Paul George. He gets Paul George. They beat the Warriors. That is a big-time thumbs-up for him in the MJ, you know, all-time greats, Russell, Wilt. I don't put Russell there. I think it's a joke. But I've seen him actually play on tape. It's just embarrassing. But if you watch that, at some point, LeBron has to get some help, Trent. And why we bash him for not winning these, some of these championships, I don't get it. It's small-minded bull that I can't stand, man. And it gets me fired up, so it makes me want to live. It makes me feel happy to talk about this. Come on, it makes me excited to talk how stupid some of these NBA people are. The NBA records, if, if you actually look at the finals records and who he we went up against, and you know, Kevin Love and Kyrie and, uh, getting hurt, or LeBron's first time at age 22 getting there. And losing to the Spurs, he shouldn't even have got there. They beat the Pistons in the Eastern Conference Finals, the team that beat the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq the year before, Trent. And we're supposed to hold that against him? I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm. I'm not going to let you stupid people, you know, make me feel one way. I almost did. You remember Trent? I did almost didn't want LeBron to make the finals.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yes. Yes.
1: I changed my mind. You. You helped me out there. Little therapy on the couch with Trent Condon. All right. Helped a little bit. Helped a little bit. Now I'm trying to get a little sad again, because here we go. Some they need you know, they need to have some radio talk, some you know, podcast talk, some T V talk. They need, you know, hours and minutes to fill out, and so this is what we hear. And now we're back. I told you what was coming. Durant I, was, I told you this, Trent? Yes. I told you this, man. And that's why I was like almost okay with him losing. And then Boston tar- started talking smack. I talked with you, and you were like, no, you'll respect him more if he gets there and beats Boston. I was like, all right, let's beat him. I saw Boston start talking smack to him after they dunked over him. Like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of dunks over over LeBron in the next few years. Guess what? His footwork has improved. His shot has improved. His IQ has improved, even though it was awesome before. So I, I'm cool. If a guy like Trent Common gets what we're seeing and – I have to hear from the BS guys that don't know what the hell they're talking about in the long run. You know that, Trent. What happens in the now, at the end, changes later in years and years. It's really weird. So,
0: Paul George, you brought him up. And a lot of people have connected the dots with him being an L.A. kid, wanting to go back home, maybe him and LeBron going together to the Lakers. But if Cleveland can find a way to get him. So, are you? I'm not a big Paul George guy personally. I Tell don't me why.
1: It. Tell me why, Trent. With with LeBron though, with with LeBron, I'm talking.
0: So, all right, those two guys playing together. LeBron's yeah. your small ball four. That's that's what you're doing, right?
1: I would go. It's so hard with LeBron. I'd almost put. It's it's very hard. I understand the question you're asking, but they're both wings. They they both can play defense when they want. Uh, you know, both of them are. You know, LeBron almost hit as good a three point shots as the regular season as Harden did. People don't realize that. George can hit the three, can play defense. LeBron can play defense when he wants to, mm-hmm. you know, at age 34 next year. So what don't you like about them playing together? Are you saying that if Paul George came to, to Cleveland, they would not be Golden State? And I would agree with you if you say no, but I'd love to see it.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think Paul George is that, that missing ingredient. Paul George, Why not? He, he can shoot it. He can shoot it, but does he help defensively? I don't know. I'm, I'm really asking. Yes, he does. Okay.
1: Now, you, you may be looking at the defensive metrics stacks yes. that put him away. I have no idea. That stuff is a bunch of crap. Okay, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I love metrics. That defensive on the ball, it's a bunch of bull bleep. When they decide okay. to play defense, if LeBron and, and uh, Paul George decide to play defense against Golden State, it's going to be something to watch. I'm telling you. So, after that, where do I want him to go? I want to see something, Trent. I want to see a super team versus a super team. Let's watch this. I want to shut up, millionaire boy, um, Seth Curry, who used to be my third favorite NBA player of all time. Okay, grew up in a mansion. So did the other two guards, the Splash Brothers, the Millionaire Brothers. That's what they should be called. Okay, they have, uh, the tough guy. I don't know, why you act. gotta hate him for growing up rich? It's not their fault. I'm sick of the tough guy act. I'm sick of it, man. I'm sick of a small guy looking at a guy that outweighs him by 200 Do you see when he went up to Perkins, like he was going to do something to Perkins on the sideline? Are you joking? That's what I don't like. That's a bully. The small guy that is is calling out the big guy, trying to tempt him into fighting, that's actually the bully Trent. That's what you don't get. He's, he is the bully. We all know he's a wuss. So the 6'3", 11-pound guy is calling bull bleep on LeBron or Perkins or somebody like that
2: mm-hmm. on every
1: other team. We all know damn well anybody would kick his bleep, and I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them talking smack and go. fine, fine. I love it. I, I do love it because it makes me feel something. But I want to see something next year. I want to see a super team, Trent, and watch them go against what Golden State has now. That'd be fun to shut them up, man. You wouldn't want to see LeBron with a super team versus that super team? Yeah.
0: I'm a little indifferent. That didn't sound, I, I'm just,
1: like, that didn't sound like it.
0: Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not a huge Paul George fan. Admittedly, I haven't seen a ton of him. You know, he's not a guy that I, I've seen play. So, so
1: LeBron goes to Houston. You wouldn't want to see that versus the Super Team Warriors?
0: No, break everyone up. Send somebody to Denver. Send somebody to Memphis. And then some- you've got
1: Boston in the East. you got Boston in the East that is coming, man. They're sick. They had 75 injuries this year, and they're still good. Really good. Yeah. And they bring on two stud all-stars? But they, Dude, they, I, think, I don't think you understand what the NBA is about ready to happen here. When LeBron goes to somebody and makes a super team and you still got Boston and Philly coming. I'm telling you, man, buy stock in the NBA right now.
0: Okay. I'll take your word. I'll take your word. I don't want to talk any more NBA, though, because though I do think this series will be extended by a game I do like Cleveland tonight, I want to talk a little college hoops before we run out of time and the recruitment of DJ Carton as we make our way through the month of June. Now, this is a more of a quiet period for college basketball recruiting. It'll heat up again with a lot of the evaluation period coming up in July. But of course, DJ Carton released here uh, a few weeks back his top six. He has said that he is still willing to listen to other offers if a blue blood would come along, but at least from the sounds of things. I would be surprised if he doesn't end up out of those top six at one of the four Big Ten schools listed. Ohio State, Iowa, Indiana, or Michigan. John Beeline back at Michigan. That certainly helps the cause for the Wolverines. I've heard that every one of those teams has led at one point or another here over the last month or so, but DJ Carton, a point guard, the kind of guy that people want, went to uh, the USA Basketball tryout, made the first cut there, Bill Self coaching the team, Wolfgang, how important in your mind is this recruit, though, for Frey McCaffrey?
1: Oh, man. No, and it's what we talked about, what makes you happy. We talked about that earlier with Durant that you brought up. I thought were some interesting points, and he wasn't feeling the fact that he was getting enough credit. I mean, you want credit, you want to win championships, but if nobody feels like you know you were the reason or something like that when you're an elite player, he's an elite player. Mm-hmm. In high school basketball. So it's going to be very interesting to see what he does here. Um, Dear DJ, I love you. I'm a Hawkeye fan. Please come to Iowa. We need you. We need a point guard like nobody's business, okay? And I said we. Yes, I did say we, Trent. You you got a problem with that right now when I'm sending a love letter to DJ card?
0: Well, I mean, it's not my favorite thing that you do, but go ahead.
1: That means no. He's not a real (laughs) Hawkeye fan, DJ. We need you. I understand you did not meet, <clears throat> make the USA team this year. That means you should not go to Kansas because Bill Self had a huge, huge um, percentage chance of saying whoever he wanted. Yeah. In in who was coming here? Bill and Self, he Self doesn't no like you.
0: you, DJ. Bill Self doesn't like you.
1: That's annoying. I mean, when you think he he doesn't believe in you, man. No,
0: not at all. No. Why would you go to a place where a guy doesn't believe in you? All right, I get what you're selling. All right, so let's cross Kansas off. What are we going to say to DJ about Indiana and the possible behemoth that's uh, building there with Archie?
1: Um, there are a bunch of um, hillbilly races out there.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, simple enough. All right, we're going down that road. All right, let let's... me let me take that back. <laughs> I mean, there are a bunch of hillbilly races. Okay. <laughs> Every
1: Indiana person I've ever met uses the N word.
0: Oh, nonsense. I, I haven't, but I'll I'll take your word for it. Ohio yeah, State, like every
1: Wisconsin driver, can't drive. Well, they're, they're very similar.
0: Nebraska has that problem too. All right, let's go to Ohio State. How are you killing the Buckeyes?
1: Um, too soon. They're not a. Uh, they're a football school. I mean, football. that is a football school. They don't care enough like we will care in the crazy Carver Hawkeye Arena.
0: <laughs> okay, what's that? Uh, 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 we. We finish up, uh, say no to John Beeline, who has put point guards in the NBA, has played for new two national titles. How are you striking down the Wolverines?
1: DJ, um, you don't leave the state of Iowa, the teachers, the family, the coaches that you had that built you up to this point right now, DJ Carton, okay? You don't do that for another Big Ten program that, I mean, the guy's 111 years old, John Beeline. Great, great coach. You know what? DJ Carton, and I love you, buddy, but he's too great for college for, for college basketball. He was sniffing around at the NBA just, what, a week Just a few days ago, Trent. Just yeah. a few days ago, DJ Carton. Dear DJ, just a few days ago, b was sniffing at the Piston, ready to go. He's looking. He's sniffing around at the NBA. He ain't staying. He's an old man. He's got one more shot to make the NBA make a lot of money. And he doesn't have to worry about recruiting snot-nosed kids. Not like yourself. You're a great kid. I mean, we love recruiting you. But he has to worry. He doesn't have to worry about recruiting snot-nosed kids anymore. You got to go to Iowa, man. Fram McCaffrey. I'm telling you, guy understands mismatches. He'll get the best out of you.
0: I'm not buying what you're selling, Wolfgang. What? I'm going to Michigan. I'm going to go play for a national championship. Sorry, I know you love your Hawkeye. Yeah, for a new
1: coach. For a new coach, Trent. That coach ain't going to be there. He's sipping around at the NBA. Give me a break. He, what is he, 67, 66, 55, whatever?
0: Yeah, he's, he's, he's five, go, five years older than Fran McCaffrey, by the way.
1: Yeah, but Fran is young at heart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that guy,
1: that guy. I'm telling you, man. Fran McCaffrey is the bleep. And then he's going to bring in Foster after that. Oh, yeah? Fran friend from Easter. I mean, look at the how this is stepping, stepping up. Wee's camp, right? even set it right this, tri- this right this time, Trent. You got it. Because you're wheezing. Yes. Because you can't believe how many three-pointers he's going to make this year. And next, with you, a guy along at playing at the three. This is going to be awesome, Trent. This basketball season, if you decide to do this and play for your fans, your home, family, your teachers, the people that built you to who you are, this is what you do. Right close to home, if you love your parents. If you don't love your parents, that's cool. Please. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think you need to be uh, hired on Fran's staff. You can be the hype guy. You think? Nah, probably not.
1: (laughs) The hype guy. That would be fun, though.
0: The hype man, Wolfgang. All right, enough of this this fanboy radio. Enough of that. You know I do not like fanboy radio, so though we are both fans of Iowa. You should have
1: told me that 10 minutes ago, Trent.
0: (laughs) I let you go down the road. You know, I throw you a bone every once in a while. I let you do your thing, and then... I got to reel you back in. So I'm reeling you back in. But if he doesn't land D.J. Carton, here's, here's the concern. Because in terms of the way the roster is set, it still does feel like they do need a point guard. and Yeah, Connor is a point guard too, but, but a different kind of point guard for the future. The other targets that they've been after, uh, the uh, kid from down in St. Louis, McKinney, uh, the kid up in Minneapolis, Tyrell Terry, Rocket Watts for Michigan, a few other point guards out there. The problem is because they're essentially putting all their eggs in the DJ Carton basket. If he doesn't choose Iowa, those next-tier targets look like are getting good offers, have moved on, probably building better relationships with the coaching staffs there. And then you're getting into your kind of third-tier of point guards, and at that point, is it worth it? Is it worth throwing a flyer out at a Tyreek LaCour or another guy of that ilk just because well we feel like we need a point guard where does it make more sense let's wait till 2020 if carton says no what direction do the Hawkeyes go at point guard
1: um <clears throat> yeah i absolutely go after a point guard i'm we need more guards we need i would need more guards i would need more people that can handle the ball do their belief it was very interesting talking to people that i know we were talking about different lineups, Trent, that we mm-hmm. that I will would put in this year. Would you play Bohannon with McCaffrey? Would you some people were like totally against it. Other people were like, Oh yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really good. So I can't wait to see that lineup if and when it happens with uh, McCaffrey and Bohanan, two guards with Weescamp, with then who would you put? You put Cook and then Garza? Yeah, yep. So that'd be a fun, interesting lineup I think. We don't know until we see it. We're gonna have to see it. Just like you said earlier. We're going to have to see it. There are some things that I'm just so in on that I will just say I don't have to see it. I don't know. We're going to see how this works. But I will say you need to start bringing point guards in and maybe recruiting more of them than less, Trent, so that way when you miss, you're okay. Because that's the way it happens with the NFL draft. They all miss on the quarterbacks, man, the most important position in the NFL. They all miss time and time again. And these are guys that are making millions and millions of dollars in order to get it right every time, and they suck all the time. And we get to watch the same games they do, Trent. That's what's fun. We get to watch the same games they do. We don't get to see the, the film they do, unfortunately. And there, or then I'd have hardcore opinions. When, you know, you could see what windows those guys are, are throwing through or, or how fast the ball's coming or when the guys making the cut or who made the wrong play or talking to guys that actually know their belief. Man, would I love to see that. But they screw up on that all the time. I would say more – more, um, Point guards is a good thing. Trent, more guys than are point guards is a good thing. So that way, if you miss, you're good. What are we just going to live? I don't know what you want, man. What do you want? What do you yeah. want us to do?
0: No, I'm, I'm the same thing. And we've seen this across college basketball for years now, playing two point guards together. You, you can get away with it, certainly, at the collegiate level if you've got two good point guards and playing those guys together and, and not putting all the responsibilities on one guy. I like it. I was going the other way, and sometimes I played with zero point guards, but that's a conversation for another day. Wolfgang,
1: you just blew my mind there. Yeah, well, we have to bring that up another. You would have played with no point guards?
0: No, 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 no. I I was joking. I was oh, joking.
1: okay. I totally okay. Yes. Gosh, thank you. Thank you, Trent. That yeah. was the, that was worrisome there. No, if I had gone the weekend with thinking that you would play with no point guards. I
0: was about that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Wolfgang, we are out of time. You have a good weekend to join Game Four, and well, maybe on Monday we'll have a. Another game to talk about. Let's hope. Let's hope we have another basketball game, because the uh, the summer months will be upon us, and then, well, we'll be diving headfirst into college football soon, which is a good thing. We got prime time league. We got to figure out minutes. We got plenty to talk about this summer.
1: So we do. We have yeah, we have summer basketball with Iowa and Iowa State. We can mm-hmm. talk about Drake. We can talk yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, and then we got all the preseason back, uh, football magazines coming out. So, so, that'll be fun, brother. All right, we'll get out of here
0: and go listen to some Lisa Loeb, okay?
1: I actually um, I'll let I'll text
0: you. All right. Okay. Sounds good. That's Wolf King yeah. checking in with us as he does each and every week here on Jimmy B and TC. With that, we're due for a break. This portion of the program presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. If you're in the market right now, have a leaky roof, small leak, or it's time for a complete re roof, Wolf Construction Roofing can help you out today. Find the more information at WolfConstruction.net. Wolf Construction, a proud sponsor of Jimmy B and TC on 1700. We'll take the break. Back with more in a moment. Another edition of the Hawkeye Swarm with Dr. Stephen Fuller from Fuller Family Dentistry. Two locations in Des Moines, number one, East 29th Street, 2822 East 29th, and in Altoona, 410 8th Street Southwest, who sponsors the Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Doc, how you doing today?
3: I'm doing well. How about yourself, Trent?
0: I'm uh, doing well, and we're getting closer and closer to football season. We found out some start times for Iowa football. The Cyhawk game going to be a 4 o'clock kickoff. Oh, what a great time for that one. Plenty of time to tailgate. That's what I'm all
3: about. Yeah, this. and uh, coming up in early part of June, uh, fans can buy their single-seat uh, seat tickets, too. So. Yes. Yeah, so those are things to look forward to. We're getting there. We're We're getting there, and uh, boy, get the hot dogs ready to go
0: and the brats, (laughs) so uh, let's fire it up. You do that, I'll have the beer, and we'll be good to go (laughs) and ready for another season of Hawkeye football. Well, today, uh, we're not going real far back. We've gone down memory lane. We've talked about some old times. We're not going real far back. Just a couple years ago, but certainly one of the most surprising seasons in Iowa football history, as we take a look back at 2015, the only undefeated run during the modern era of uh, era of Iowa football. 12-0 in the regular season, culminating in that tough loss in the Big Ten Championship. But before we get to the end of the season, we have some more fun things to talk about it. And for me, going into that year, you know, Doc, it, it, it began with Illinois State, who, very good FCS team. There were a lot of people that were concerned going into that game, myself included, well, the Hawkeyes jump out to a thirty-one nothing lead. Coast 31-14, and and away we go.
3: And away we go. And didn't they have uh, one or two former Iowa players on that uh, Illinois State team? Yeah, yeah. Uh, One on defense, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember uh, who it was on offense, uh, off the top of my head, but I can't can't remember. But uh, you know, we jumped on them, and and uh, we held on to win. You know, like you said, thirty-one to seventeen, and and uh, then we got a Go play our sister school again, Uh, second game out of the shoot, and uh, we uh, scored uh, uh, 31 points again. Yeah. So 31 seemed to be the number in the first two weeks.
0: It it was a good start to the season. Now that Iowa State game, it was tight throughout, a couple of plays late, and Iowa, they were in danger of getting blown out of that game. They're down a couple of scores, scores, backed up deep into their own end, and C.J. Beathard, we saw the magic for the first time, he scrambles out of the end zone, makes a big play, gets him out near midfield, they go down and score, and and it was game on from there, but without that play, not only are you not talking about an undefeated season, who knows how that season turns out without that?
3: Oh, yeah, and you know, he laid it on the line uh, in that game, and he basically uh, showed that he had the right to uh, be the starter for the, uh, the Hawkeyes, I mean... Uh, as the quarterback and and he basically took the team on his back and and uh, willed that game to win.
0: So from there next up was uh the game against Pittsburgh night game at kinnick Stadium and and one of my favorites just because not just the way that it ended with the kick and the the bomb from Marshall Kane, but what happened beforehand with Brett Greenwood leading the team out after what he sustained, you know, and, and just the battle that he's had coming back such an emotional moment there in Kinnick, under the lights, uh, one of my favorite times in Kinnick Stadium.
3: yeah, it was under the lights, and uh, you know everybody thought that uh, here we go. and uh, it turned out to be a a lot closer game, which I figured it was going to be. And uh, with the last field goal, uh, we uh, won it twenty seven to tw- uh, twenty four. And, you know, everybody looked at that, that, oh, we got off the hook. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, Pittsburgh was a good team. Yeah. And I, if I remember right, they uh, went on to uh, uh, a bowl and, and did fairly well the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, Pitt was uh, at least a decent team that year, and they went out. In fact, they started the season 6-1 and one, with only loss, obviously, being the 1-2 Iowa. Kind of wheels came off a little bit towards the end of the season, but that was still a team that went 8-4 and four in the regular season, Solid squad overall, and, well, the biggest thing that really, I think, helped Iowa out a whole lot is what they were able to do with uh, the upset victory that they had a little bit later on in the season. They beat Louisville up pretty good, so when it got to decision time, it felt like it was a little bit bigger, more important for what we saw uh, for Iowa going forward. With that, we uh, continue on, and... We go North Texas. All right, they throttled them. Yeah, North Texas was, was terrible. Well, that was
3: uh, terrible, and <laughs> it, I think that was uh, Dan McCarney's yeah. uh, green machine and his last hurrah of the season. You know, uh, That was his final season, I believe, with the yep. uh, green machine. And, you know, it, it wasn't a real good homecoming for uh, Dan, but that's okay.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so I, I love this one. So next up, we get ready for the Big Ten, and you're heading up to Wisconsin. Take it on the Badgers.
3: Always a tough place to play.
0: Always a tough place to play. But how about this? Here's a little stat for you. Dating back to 2003 up until that moment in 2015, Wisconsin was 71-9 in their 80 80 games at Camp Randall Stadium. The Hawkeyes, though, were 4-1 during that time period in Camp Randall. It's a place they could find ways to win. I remember being there in 03 making the play late down on the goal line to win that one. That was a game where uh, Robert Gallery reportedly threw a trash can uh, in the locker room at halftime. They weren't playing well. They came back. This one, not a thing of beauty. C.J. Beathard under 100 yards passing. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Joel Stave gets his foot stepped on, fumble, and here we go. Iowa gets the ball and gets the victory 10-6. Yeah,
3: that was sweet uh, because they were moving the ball there uh, until that fumble, and... uh... You know, know, like you said, it's uh, better to be lucky than good, and that was uh, really an ugly game, but, uh, you know, we still came out on top, and we uh, ended up uh, winning that one 10-6, like you said, and then we were off to uh, Illinois.
0: Illinois victory there at home, and kind of a ho-hum game. Being in Kinnick that day, it was homecoming. Just, they're undefeated. They had that emotional win over Wisconsin. Didn't seem like they had a whole lot in the tank, but Kianzeri was ridiculously good in that game. Unfortunately, lost for an injury after that one. That leads to the Northwestern game. We talked about that a week prior, Doc. The Northwestern game that, oh, going into it. how's This team going to have 22 guys that are going to be able to play offense and defense, and they came out and played unbelievably well.
3: Oh, everything went our way at, uh, up at Northwestern that day, and uh, what a beautiful victory uh, up there at... Uh, uh, northwestern stadium wildcats and and uh it just uh it couldn't have gotten any better uh that was akram wadley's coming out party
0: mm-hmm. it was a big one for wadley after he had the fumble issues earlier in his career he came out played well in iowa found a way to get the victory there after that they get maryland at home maryland came in uh you know didn't play overly well i didn't think in that game but the beat continues on another victory more importantly my memory from that game: Desmond King having the interception, running it all the way back. A great play by the All American.
3: Oh, and I think that set the tone. I, if I remember right, defense came close to scoring more points than the offense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, uh, because that quarterback for Maryland uh, was supposed to be so highly touted, and right. and. Uh, uh, I can't remember if did Desmond get two interceptions in that game or was, was it, it? an
0: interception, a punt return now? I'm trying to remember yeah. back in that one. Here, I, here, I got I got the box score in front of me. It was he had the interception late that put it away, made it 31 to 7 after that one. Let's see if I can find some individual numbers, what else he had in the game. third was 12 of 23, 183 three yards passing offense like he said didn't do a whole lot but special teams big uh had a big return had the interception return that's where we had it with desmond king in, in the big day and uh a great victory for iowa going forward and kind of leading to some of the other things that we're looking at and talking about here so after this they go on the road to indiana i had this one circled this is where lose it. this is where the winning streak ends i was gonna lose this one and for a while it felt like maybe i was onto something
3: Well, and that was a great game over there at Bloomington and uh, at Memorial Stadium. Uh, I was there with my family, and we that it. it, If you've never been to Memorial Stadium, you're really missing out. And the changes that have gone on since uh, you know the early '80s and '90s, uh, they've really improved uh, their facilities over there at Indiana. And uh, that game was up in the air right up until the very end, and If I remember right, uh, their quarterback, uh, I think they came at us with their second string quarterback, and which I think, you know, he was more of a runner. Mm -hmm. uh, And that gave our defense uh, kind of some fits because uh, we didn't know whether he was really going to run it or sometimes get that pass out there.
0: It was uh, a big day for Jordan Howard now in the NFL with the Bears. He had a couple of long-rushing touchdowns, ran for 176 yards in that one as uh, Iowa survived, and, well, the memory more than anything of that game, the helicopter into the end zone by C.J. Beathard, banged, banged up in a big way going into that one, sacrificing his body, though, for the team and and really embodying what that season was all about.
3: Oh, yeah, and that was, you know, there again. He uh, decided to... Uh, Put the team on his back in that game, and and, uh, he did what he had to do in order to win that game. And, you know, he got another star uh, for, you know, putting it out there.
0: So after that, it uh, goes to Iowa City again. Minnesota comes in, a night game, great environment. One of my favorite new traditions. People talk about the Wave, which is outstanding, no doubt. But for night games uh, going into the fourth quarter, Raising your uh, cell phone up, waving the flash, and playing a little Notorious B.I.G., my favorite rapper from back in the day. So that's one of my favorite new traditions that are out there, and and it was born that night. But Minnesota played really well in that game. Iowa, I don't want to say lucky what to to survive, but that game was a lot closer, I think, than many anticipated.
3: Well, that's it, it exactly. Minnesota, I mean, my gosh, they can come in and be uh, winless and still give the Hawkeyes fits for whatever reason, and. Uh, you know, I can remember being up there a few times, and and uh, we thought that we had the game in in the bag, so to speak, mm-hmm. and and uh, they ended up coming back, and and uh, well, the one time I'm thinking of, they did two onside kicks and got them both. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, Minnesota, they always like to bring the uh, tricks out of the bag uh, against the Hawkeyes, and and. Y- you just never know what to expect against the Golden Gophers.
0: Who hates Iowa? We hate Iowa. The famous chant for the dorks up north. Yeah. I got a lot of family that went to the U. Yeah. They're...
3: Well, now they got a paddle on their hip.
0: With that, Doc, we go to the finale at home. The home finale as Iowa wraps up the Big Ten West, West Division crown with the win against Purdue. More than anything, not the game, it was the weather going into that one. It goes from the Minnesota game where had the wrestling meet earlier in the day outside Heck Kinnick. Great environment with Oklahoma State and town. Beautiful weather. The next week, we get Purdue, snowstorm. I didn't even make it over. I'm, I'm still kicking myself about it. Didn't make it over.
3: That's where you got to suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, I know, I know. know. Yeah, Come uh, rain, snow. And there I can't a lot say of that. that about the Postal Service anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was there and uh, what a game it was. I mean, uh, we ended up winning, what, 40 to 20? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was kind of an icing on the cake. But, uh, you know, it just still felt like okay, when's the shoe going to drop? Right. I mean, for the season. And are we going to truly get to that uh, golden ring of 12 and 0? Because we still had Nebraska yep. at you know at uh, Lincoln, so uh, we didn't uh, we didn't play around with the Boilermakers uh, in that game, and and uh, but it was a nice you know going away for the seniors that uh, in Kinnick.
0: So after that, you mentioned it; it was Nebraska to finish it up, and oh, well, thank goodness for Tommy Armstrong Jr. Four interceptions to the Hawks that day. Iowa didn't play their best. Bethard again for the second time in the season didn't even have a hundred yards passing, but they found a way to got it, get it done. And Armstrong, he was throwing up those those arm punts to the Hawks all day long.
3: He was uh, Ronnie Harmon for the uh, <laughs> the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and uh, I think we still uh, send him uh, Christmas cards yeah. and birthday cards uh, because uh, you know he uh, he just. Forced the issue, I mean, for lack of a better term. And uh, I remember watching that game. I uh, decided to take my family out to uh, New York and do the New York experience over the Thanksgiving. And we watched it uh, out in New Jersey. I had to ask uh, the Applebee's manager if... uh, we could watch anything but what they had on TV. So, <laughs> I don't think that uh, they they like that so much. But uh, you know, what do you care?
0: Yes, yes. There's
3: got to be some Hawkeye fans out there somewhere,
0: right? You're no doubt. So it caps off the 12 and 0 undefeated regular season. A Big Ten championship game awaits with Michigan State. That one, one of the most fun times I've had at a game. Just the build up, the lead up to it. The Hawkeye fans in the building that day—it was a great environment. The big play to begin the fourth quarter by Tayshaun uh, Tavon Smith and what he was able to do—it just it had everything except ultimately what you want—the victory.
3: Yeah, and late in that game, um, you could just feel that you know we the Hawks had to make a stop. They had to make a stop, mm-hmm. and I knew that uh, Michigan State was not going to give us back the ball they were not going to punt anymore, that they were going to, you know, it was definitely four downs every time, and I believe, if I remember right, that final drive that they had, they went for it at least twice, and um, I'm not sure if they did uh, uh, on the goal line, I think they even uh, did one. So that might have been three times, uh, and I'm not so sure that uh, we didn't stop them a couple of times, but uh, the Zebras didn't see it that way, and uh, we got beat.
0: It was a tough one, followed by, of course, the Rose Bowl. We don't want to talk about that, do we? Uh, no. What what I do want to say, I really do believe that that loss took a lot out of that team. I, I think, though the Rose Bowl for you, for me, it, it has something special. It was great. The kids were happy to be there. You, had your, you were talking about playing for a national championship. You had your eyes set on playing Alabama in Jerry's World. It's a nice consolation prize, but that's just what it was. You couple that, nobody could get their feet, and Christian McCaffrey. Iowa, I believe, would have given Alabama a much better game than Michigan State proved to in that semifinal. Alas, that's just an opinion. Nobody will ever know.
3: Yeah, it's goes down that what if mm-hmm. category and, and uh and I agree. I mean, it just we just didn't come out and play at the at the Rose Bowl for whatever reason and uh You know, Stanford, you know, they've played there at least once, if not twice that year. And they, they knew, uh, the type of, you know, cleats that they needed. And, and, uh, it seemed like we were on ice skates and, and, uh, they were digging down and, and, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, they, they made us look stupid.
0: They did. They did. And they. I'm
3: sorry to say that, Hawkeye fans.
0: Still one of the all-time greats. A great season there. Doc, uh, that is the 2015 look back here on the Hawkeye Swarm presented by Fuller Family Dentistry. And one other thing with our con- conjunction here with, with Hawkeye Swarm, We're getting ready for later this year, the Iowa Mission of Mercy. Tell us a little bit more about that and the upcoming event coming up in Sioux City, I believe in October, right? It's yes, it's
3: October. I can't remember the exact dates. Uh, it's up in Sioux City. It's basically you show up uh, and you know you basically tell the you know the treatment uh, that you would like to have done, and it's done free of charge, all the way from extractions to uh, fillings to having your teeth cleaned. And it's a it's a great event. Uh, it's the eleventh year of uh, the Mission of Mercy. And it's held around the state, trying to move it around so uh, Iowans, you know, anywhere can go to it. You don't have to basically live in the uh, northeast Iowa or northwest Iowa to do it. Uh, Last year it was in Cedar Rapids, and and, uh, it just continues to build. They've done over... uh, almost a million dollars worth of dentistry almost every year.
0: Wow, it's it's incredible. Over eight and a half million dollars of free dental care that's been given to Iowans that, that don't have dental coverage. A great thing. And you can find out more information on it, Iowadental.org. You can donate there if you'd like to give back and We certainly hope they are able to do that to help these dentists and what they've done to give back to the people of Iowa. Doc, Hawkeye Swarm, another one in the books. We'll do it again next week.
3: All right, you have a good week.
2: Welcome back, everybody. We are just about done for a Friday, about ready to hit the weekend and get a little golf in, nice weather, enjoy it while you can. But, Trent, viewing tonight will be important. Look, we had a long conversation with Zuba Mahente from ESPN about the NBA finals mm-hmm. and how as basketball fans we would not like it to end tonight but I'll start with you I know you picked it in five and you you said basically that you felt this would be the best chance that Gold, that golden state would have to lose you felt Cleveland could win one and it would be this game tonight are you still standing by that statement
0: I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick to my convictions. And well, the series has played out kind of as I anticipated. I thought Golden State would win all three games. I figured there'd be a difficult one for them in Oakland, and we're kind of sitting right there. But it happened last year. Game four was the one that Cleveland got. Now they shot ridiculously well in that yes. game. Maybe it's me being more hopeful than anything, but I'm grabbing Cleveland tonight. I'm going on the money line. I'm getting plus 140 money. The kind of casino looking to make some more money after my hit a couple <laughs> games ago in the NBA when I gave you Cavs in the first half, Warriors to win the game. I'm giving you the Cavs outright tonight. We'll see how it goes. Probably not well, Jimmy B.
2: Okay. My, I, would, I, I had picked it in five as well, but I thought that the previous game was the best chance for the Cavs to win. So I missed on that. I hope that you are correct here. I would just like to see another game on Monday night. I really would. Um I hope that Cleveland is, you know, just not going to, if they fall behind by... 10 points early in the game. They just don't throw in the towel, and it ends up being a 25-point route. I'd love to see a terrific game tonight, and I hope that's what we get, partner. Anything else that uh, kind of tickles your fancy? Any baseball tonight?
0: Well, overall this weekend, taking a look, I'm a little disappointed. Won't be able to see Shohei Otani this weekend up at Target Field with the Twins. Looks like he's going to be out for at least three weeks, and then they're going to reevaluate with that blister. Not going to have him hit. Obviously not pitching because of that, but uh, a little bit disappointed certainly about that. You know, the the one that I, I think is pretty good, at least with somewhat of a local level, Milwaukee's in Philadelphia, pretty decent series mm-hmm. this weekend, and yeah. uh, on Sunday Scherzer's pitching, you know my thoughts about Max Scherzer, so that's right. a point television for me. Cubs uh, against Pittsburgh the rest of the weekend, uh, kind of ho-hum overall. I'd say not. I'm going to watch Atlanta
2: and the Dodgers tonight, too. Atlanta-Dodgers? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the late-night game, yeah. I'm
0: still, struggl- I'm still struggling teams. getting behind this Braves team, though. I just... I know. I'm not quite there. I'm not quite there okay. with them. It's a lot of young talent, and yep. I'm still in wait-and-see mode. But sure, sure, late-night viewing, I, I could get into that. Jimmy B, after the NBA,
2: Absolutely. Yeah, that'll work. Do you have any interest in the fight uh Crawford and Horn this weekend? Terence Crawford for the welterweight title with Jeff Horn. Horn's the guy that beat Manny Pacquiao, remember to claim that title.
0: No, I don't. Uh no, I I don't remember and I have no interest. Is it free or do you have to pay? Is it a pay-per-view event?
2: <laughs> it's it, no, it's no, it's not a pay-per-view, but it's on that ESPN+.
0: Oh. Do I get that yeah. with
2: my watch ESPN,
0: with my DirecTV subscription?
2: I I don't know. I hope so. Oh, this is sounding not good.
0: I'm feeling yeah. old. I'm feeling old. I feel like you, Brinson. <laughs> we got to get out
2: of here. I got to get the weekend okay. started. I got a wedding tonight. <laughs> I
0: got to get my dancing shoes on.
2: All right. Have a good time, pal. Don't do that stupid chicken dance, okay? Never. Never do the chicken okay.
0: dance. I'm right there
2: with you. Okay. We're out of here. Back on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody.